Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. Um, last year, we, or I, reviewed the Mountain Everest Max, which was at the time this company's first ever product. And the Everest Max was a masterpiece, continues to be a masterpiece to this day. Sure, there are things that that keyboard does not do, such as wireless connectivity, but it was just a master class in modularity, functionality, and build quality, which really should have made like companies like Razer and SteelSeries like really be nervous about what they can offer consumers at a competitive price point next to that keyboard. The Mountain Everest Max is still a great buy and I can still wholeheartedly recommend it, particularly with some of the extra modules that um, Mountain made for that keyboard. Now, obviously, this is 2022 and modern business algorithms basically means that you can, as a consumer, expect a keyboard to be not just a singular product, but a platform which can come out in different kinds of versions in the time, in the months, in the years even, after an initial product launch. And that's what Mountain has done. They have started with the Mountain Everest 60, which is, as the name implies, a smaller 60% version of the Mountain Everest Max. So that basically means that it's smaller smaller and people really tend to like that because when something is smaller it takes up less place on your uh, less space on your desk meaning that there's more space for other things or nothing if you're the kind of minimalist minimalist who wants that so smaller keyboard good idea there are some things which they've done here which is a very good idea as well so one they've ditched the cherry mx reds um, you can still by the way hot swap any old switch that you yourself want but now there is an array of Mountain's own switches available called the Tactile 55, the Linear 45, and the 45 Speed. And they are all, I'm pretty safe to say, based on my experience, fantastic. The typing experience, the way that these switches are lubed, created, the way that the PBT double shot caps work and are like uh, created and blasted, are fantastic. The entire chassis here weighs 770 grams and just feels like it's made in cast iron. It's absolutely amazing and there is little to no chassis flex if anything at all. There is also the same old system with these adjustable magnets here at the bottom, meaning that you can create a rising effect much more easily than if you had, say, a little plastic standoff that you could um, sort of extend at set intervals. No, these magnets have been great and they also work lovely on the Everest Max. So again, big thumbs up there. Big rubber standoff feet here means that it won't slide anywhere. This sits perfectly on a table. So all good so far. Fantastic build quality as we can expect from Mountain. Yes, great switches and keycaps. Lovely. Um, and thanks to the three USB Type-C ports, you get a lot of different sort of uh, connection possibilities and how you want to store your cable basically when it attaches to the PC. All good. And also, if you are prepared to spend a little bit more, they actually have extended the modularity of the Everest Max, which basically means that a keyboard, please follow me here, a keyboard which entire existence is based on the fact that they cut the numpad out means that you can now buy a numpad for it. That might seem off if you think about it, but it's all about 
giving the user choice. And I do think it is awesome that Mountain insists on doing that. And it is the same really cool mounting mechanism that we know from the Mac. So basically there are these um, uh, protective uh, plastic, by the way, with magnets in it, meaning that they're very easy to snap back in if you want that. Um, they protect a little USB Type-C port, and this then has a slide-out mechanism using the slider here on the back. So once you do that, like this, it will very easily connect without any fuss, both with magnets and the USB Type-C port. And well, right now I'm missing the, so it looks wobbly, but it really isn't um, because of the, the magnets are uneven at the bottom. But the point of the matter is that this will automatically recognize on which side you have attached this um, um, optional numpad. And it has it on both sides, meaning that you can just run the slider over on the other side and attach here. It's a really cool thing. The RGB lighting through the mountain suite will recognize it immediately, and it's really easy to recommend in that particular regard. But, and I'm sure you know what this leads, I do have some gripes with this keyboard, which I don't feel like have been put forward by other media reviewing it. So first off, this isn't particularly cheap. It's around $150 there or thereabouts, and I feel like we could have expected more from something like this. So for one, it's only wired, there's no 2.4 gigahertz wireless, and there's no Bluetooth. I think that's a shame since competing um, keyboards at similar price points offer all three, basically. That is a bit annoying to me, but again, it wasn't on the Max, so can we expect something like this to actually have it? Well, uh, in on principle, no. What we can expect, is that when you offer a small keyboard, which has the same basic idea of modularity built into it, well, we can expect that that modularity should go to the same lengths as it did with the Max. But with the Everest 60, there is no modular magnetic wrist rest, which to me means that it isn't as comfortable to type. My hands has to reach upwards and onto it, which is really annoying and it's just less comfortable. I really like when my hands can sort of more organically reach up onto the keyboard deck when I'm typing and I just simply don't have the option for that. Furthermore, there is, as far as I can tell, and I'm so sorry if they end up building it, uh, which means that this video is outdated, or maybe there is one and I just haven't been able to see it, but as far as I can tell, the numpad is the only module for it. There isn't the command module, which added a really cool extra layer of functionality, meaning that through a little scroll reel, you could like cycle through a host of different options using Mountain Suite. Um, there was macros there, there was CPU and GPU temperatures, just a lot of cool stuff for enthusiasts to really enjoy. That isn't here. And I know they've shrunken it down, but the fact that they offer this means that they are willing to size back up if the audience wants it. Now, where is my wrist rest and where is my command module? I think that's a shame. And that leaves me with a really important conclusion. The Everest 60 is not bad. It's great, but it's not as great as the Everest Max. And if you want a smaller keyboard, just get the Everest Max without this. Then it is not as small, I think, but pretty close to it. And even from the get-go or down the line, you can still buy the wrist rest and the command module and have, as I would call it, a more functional keyboard, both now and in the future. 
So, that's a bit of a weird place to end, I understand. But again, if you like Mountain, I really, really love what these guys do. So stick around for a full review of this very soon. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.